If you're having paranormal issues, contact us at mwghosthunters.com. From the files of the Midwest Ghost Hunters. All right, Midwest Ghost Hunters site investigation recorder one. Oh, Dustin, right there. Something just moved behind you. Yes, it did. What the f*** was that? What happened? Something touched my ear, man. What's that? This is Dark Matter with Midwest Ghost Hunters. And today, our own creepy experiences we've had over the years. We are from Pythian Castle in Springfield, Missouri, a a location that's definitely known for its paranormal activity. Chris is uh, still off on assignment, working on some uh, other things, but uh, welcome. We appreciate you uh, listening to uh, the uh, podcast each and every week. It's Dark Matter. I'm John, and today we're looking at some of the uh, really creepy things that we've had uh, happen in our own lives over the years. Um, Hunter, you uh, had, had, before we got going with the uh, podcast today, you actually had a story, some creepy things you've had happen. Real quick, I'm sorry. I'm going to jump in here real fast because people might not know that Hunter and Tyler and I are brothers. Okay, that's true. That's true. We all grew up in the same house. It's a childhood house that we all grew up in. And I will say that I've experienced things there that I can't explain. Now, it's not like constant activity. Um, and there were things that I thought originally might be paranormal that I've later on kind of debunked as okay. I'm older. But I have experienced a few things there that I have not been able to explain. Like what? Uh... But I'll let Hunter go first because I actually haven't heard like a lot of his before. We, okay. It's not something we've so ever talked about. What we definitely want to do then is after Hunter goes, I want you to jump in with the stories, the ones particularly that you cannot debunk. Okay. Yeah. So Hunter, what was your story? So I brought a friend to a sleepover in my room. This was when I lived downstairs in our house and we were both asleep, but at around midnight, the both of us silently woke up, I guess. We didn't really communicate that at all, but from the closet area of my room, my closet was really messy, like no, you couldn't really go in it very easily, but there was just, we both heard a little giggle, I guess, from the closet area and we both heard it because we talked to each other afterwards, we were really creeped out. We were like, what? I, I don't know what that is. I've talked to him about it since, so I know it wasn't like a creepy dream or anything, because I've talked to him about it since, and he's confirmed like he remembers it. And I don't know how to explain it unless it was my mom and dad were asleep and Tyler doesn't sound like whatever that was, so. Well, was it... Was it maybe Tyler in there with somebody? I don't think so. <laughs> Tyler would have been a, Tyler would have been upstairs in his okay. bedroom. Yeah, he uh, would have been upstairs from me. So, the so noise... he would have been like the level. And of... Tyler, this wasn't something you had done to try to scare him or anything like that. No. Okay. I think he would have done that before midnight, probably. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, let's... in the same house, we have had stuff that has like. Um, remember the. The stuff that fell out of the closet and broke. You might have been too young for that. The nativity scene. Oh, it was a nativity scene, of course. Yeah. Um, naturally. Naturally. But uh, I've, I've experienced things there. That, and I was, I was in high school when this happened. And I was sleeping. And I was uh, kind of jarred awake, similar to what you said. And I just, I, like, for no reason whatsoever, I just woke up. My eyes were wide open. And I sat up for a minute. And I noticed there was somebody standing in my doorway which creeped me out a lot because uh, the only person that it would have been would have been Tyler. Like, that's the only person it could have been. And it wasn't him. And it's stuck, stuck in my mind for years and years. 
because I get up, it's dark, right? But I see someone standing. Right. It, now, can you actually, is it just a shadow that you're seeing? Yeah, or can well, you actually I mean, see it, like I said, all person? the lights are off and right. it's, it's in the middle of the night. So there's like no light coming in the windows. It's very, it's like pitch black up there. Okay. And I see something like I, I'll never forget. It's like an outline. Yeah. It's like, it looks like somebody, if you, if so I turned a, off all the lights and you stood in the doorway, that's what it was. So like. you're seeing like a shadow figure. I guess. I don't know. Like but it saw the trailer house. Yes. <laughs> but it didn't like move or anything. I looked down. And like flipped the covers off so I could jump up because I did. I was. I thought it was him messing around. I was gonna go over there and slap him in the face. <laughs> and when, and when I looked down and flipped up the covers and got up and looked up, it was gone. But it was definitely something there. Like I was ready to go at it. Like because I thought it was a person. I thought it was him. When we uh, first got going with this, uh, I think I think that Chris was already doing some stuff with with uh, with you guys with Dustin and Tyler. He was out doing some things. And whenever Chris was trying to convince me to come on board with this, he started telling me all the stories about that house mm-hmm. in specifically. There are and some things that my mother knows, too. That yeah, he told me stories from your mom, and um, my hair uh, stood on end with that. It's like that can't be right, but it, uh, it And like was. I said, it's not like it's every night, and it's not like it's constant. It's very, very, very rare. I never I heard anything. Other than the things falling out of the closet, which, again, explainable. Maybe they were just not up there right, right and they fell over, no big deal. Um, I can even remember um, what sounds like something in the walls. Okay, I've, I've heard this wall story before. And like, crink, like, what I think it is, honestly, is like insulation or like pl- the plastic on the... That uh, house is settling, too. Yeah. It's it been is. settling for 10 years. Yeah. Is it's it up. possible that you, uh, you have some mice... Or something like yeah, that in the walls, yeah, too? I really do. Awesome. I yeah. hear them quite a bit. Uh, look, okay, when we lived out in the country, not everybody's familiar with country living, and I hated it. We lived in the country for about a year and a half, and uh, the mice in the walls, it's not something you can prevent. If you live in the country near, yeah. <laughs> near these fields where these cows and bulls right. and horses nope. are, you're going to have mice in yep. your house. Just better just get used to it. Yep. No, that's right. When they're in the walls and it's the first time you're hearing it for like the first month, it's really freaky. It yeah, it is. is. It it's is. Really, it's a really scary sound. It is because you hear that as they're making their way around. And it sounds like it wakes you up and it sounds like a bigger creature than a mouse. Yes. No, it does. It does. Especially when you don't know what it is. It does. That's true. It's terrifying. But then you think, oh, it's just freaking mice. Yeah. Set a trap, go back to sleep. Yep. But at first, it's, it, I'm sure there were mice there at some point too, because we lived next to a forest. Yeah. Uh, they're, there they're there. Mice in there. Do you have any stories about that house? I have one. I wasn't asleep either for this one. I was awake and I was playing a, a video game. We were playing Counter Strike one oh. night. Oh, I do remember this. I know exactly what you're going to say. I heard a really loud bang on my door, like, just somebody hit it with their fist. Do you hear that? Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I did. Exhaled over here. Yeah, it, it was, and I was just looking to make sure that no one. Oh, and was you had your around. headphones off, and you still heard it. It's like right here. Yeah, no, that was. That's but pretty good if you heard it. Something banged on the door, and I just I went to go open it, and I thought it was Mike, but it wasn't because it was it was really late at night. It had to be like eleven thirty, one o'clock in the morning, maybe even. Nobody was at the door. And then I turn around and my cymbals, because I had my drum kit in my room, and my cymbals were moving back and forth. 
like like somebody had just hit them, but not like they had just hit them because they didn't make any sound. They were just moving. My hi-hat and my 20-inch ride cymbal, which is heavy. It's heavy to move. Like, no gust of wind can do that. Jottling back and forth. Is there anything that, that you remember that started this incident? It is important to note that the, the room that happened in is the same room that I had my experience. Same room. Okay. And it's that same doorway, yeah. even. Okay. Uh, Hunter, have you had any issues in this same room ever? Not yet. I don't, I don't think that house is haunted. I spent a lot, most of my life in that house. I don't think it's haunted. That's what I mean. And when I said, like, the, that was, like, one experience that I had that I can't explain over 18 years. I felt really comfortable in that house. That one time, I was freaked out a little bit, and then I just wrote it off. I don't know. But it's not haunted, I don't think. Bobby, have you had anything creepy that you've been around? Because you've kind of worked in the nursing homes and everything else over the years. I have had people tell me, um, one person in particular, at the facility that Tyler and I used to work at together, it's like over 100 years old, and it was um, a college dorm before that, and in the women's bathroom down there. Like, it's kind of creepy down there anyways, you know, because it's just, well, it's really, it's, really old. Like, imagine one flew over and, the cuckoo's nest. And darkish, like, there's not very good lighting. And she said she, like, there was, like, a table in the bathroom, and she had her, like, coffee and purse sat there. And while she was using the bathroom, um, the coffee cup flew and hit the wall behind her. And then, like, you could see the coffee on the wall and dripping down the floor. And if she was sitting on the toilet, like she said, there's no way she could have reached the coffee and had it thrown across the, the room like that. So the same nursing home that doors slammed shut. And Lots of stories. Typical poltergeist, so. pol quote poltergeist, because mom, our, our mother, has been a nurse her entire life. Yes, since ever. And she has countless. We, need, we still need to have her on at some point. Yeah, we, yeah I, really I, think, I, I think that we really need to do that because... She there's, has so many little. She has like three like, episodes worth, like probably. multiple. Well, there was multiple there's things. like a story that Chris told from your from your mom that something. I'm gonna let her tell that. Followed I'm, her or something. I'm, I'm gonna let her tell that. Story. I mean, it's it's that good a story. I want her to tell like as much as she wants to. She doesn't like to talk about it though because it's so unbelievable. This is like at multiple places because she's worked at multiple places over the years, and she never just works at a place for a year. She's always there for many years. Mm -hmm. And she gets the other thing I think that we need to, to clarify for people that don't know anything about uh, the lady we're calling mom here. Mom is uh, somebody who absolutely is not going to be one of these. Uh, look at me. I have ghosts. Uh, in fact, I would put her in the not going to believe that realm. Well, she certainly close. doesn't like to talk about it. Uh, I don't know what she believes. No, and she may well, not. She may not come on and talk about it. She it's really not. hard to believe that that's actually happening because you work all shifts in the nursing home. So. If stuff like that is happening, like you're by yourself, it's creepy. You can't hardly like stand it almost, you know, like I've, I've heard the one story she told me when I was younger that really kind of stuck with me and it's nothing too frightening. It's just so strange. It's the definition of paranormal unexplained because she was working at a nursing home. Nursing home? And said, uh, <laughs> I said nursing home. Did I not say nursing home? You kind of left some of the syllables <laughs> off of it. <laughs> I knew what you were talking about. She was working at a nursing home and said that she heard noises from the kitchen, which she doesn't go investigate because it's dark and it's overnight. And so why would you go in there? Right. There's right. no reason to go in there. No. So she wrote it off. And then the next morning she leaves, I think. And 
the next shift comes in, and of course in the morning they need the they need the kitchen, right? And the cooks that go in there find all of their stuff, like from their pantries and everything, stacked up like to the ceiling. Wow! Not just that either, but their chairs, like all, all the just chairs random in the dining just room, stacking of things, plates. Which is, and I I don't know that's, why that's that freaks me thing. out so much. It just does. Like, it still freaks me out. Like, even now, like, I'm getting goosebumps. Isn't that the dumbest thing to be scared of? But Well, those, just... those cheap dining room chairs aren't necessarily light. No. You know, they're and she wooden. said all she would hear is, like, a little noise here and there. We, we would write off as settling or something, right? But, like, they called her and said, what happened in the kitchen? She's like, what do you mean? And, like, there was just stacks of stuff. <laughs> Why do you think? Uh, why do you think there's so many stories out of the uh, care facilities? Is, is it just because there, there's so many people there, and there's people there uh, you, around you know the my, clock? You know my thoughts on that. Are you asking why there's more activity there? Like, where is? Well, it? I don't know. This is, I'm not even going to say there's more activity at those places. Uh, maybe there is. I, I can't say there is a, or there isn't. I, I wonder though if it's not simply because if you go into these care facilities, there's always people up that are always going to be awake. So anything that's going to happen there, they're going to notice it. Whereas if you uh, uh, say you haunt, you're a haunted library, unless something stacks all the books to the ceiling in the middle of the night, no one is going to know that yeah. something was moving at 3 o'clock yeah. in the morning at the library facility. Correct. No, and you just get to know those people and their routines and uh, what kind of noises should be coming from what room and whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, you know that... You know, Sally at the end of the hallway isn't going to get up and slam her door because she don't get up unless you get her up. So it's like, yeah, you notice. It's always stuff like uh, the stacking and the, the water faucets turning on is a common thing that she's said she's right. experienced there. Yeah. Um, she even said once, like, she went into some bathroom at some facility and all the toilet paper had been unrolled. <laughs> Like onto the onto see the that's thing. so wild to me. That's just mean. Just weird, weird little thing. And that's what you uh, people in the community would call that. Like, yeah, poltergeist. Tyler, have you had anything you you've experienced in those facilities? You've worked in that environment. Not really. Just that one time I got weirded out in the attic. That I talked about that before on here. Seems like there was a there's like a you also had a story one time about like a, a room at the end of the hall that the door was slamming or something. Oh, she Bobby told me about that. Yeah, that happened to me. It was the at the end of the hall and uh, like opening and slamming and opening and slamming. It's known to do that, yeah. Yeah, but what's crazy about that is that's Just that not room. even the old part of that building. Yeah, it was like an add-on to it. Wow, that building's from the 1900s. Yeah, early that's 1900s. a very, very old facility. And the doors are heavy. And they, yeah, it was the like latching. Was it yeah. latching and then opening again and latching? And I don't. No, know. it wouldn't do it over and over. Oh, no, okay. no, no, no. That's what I was picturing. But like, it happened more than once, and it was. It's like man, those doors are hard, ooh, hard to close. You know? I close them every single day, and they're hard to close. Well, one of uh, force. And a lot of times, that that end of like the hallway would be empty because they just didn't keep as many residents on that hallway too. So they'd save space for new people to come in. And they kept it empty a lot because like they needed COVID rooms in case like there was a COVID outbreak. So sure. There'd be like no one down there at all. You're not the only one there who said that that room in particular closes by itself, too. That's happened since she's left. And I'm, I've still been there, but I've not heard it shut. But I'm not there all hours of the day either. Right. Feels right. like it, but I'm not. One of the, uh, the, the creepy things, there's so many creepy things that have happened here at the castle. I mean, that's, that's been podcast after podcast after podcast where I've covered those. Uh, Melissa, is there 
any uh, any things that you remember that uh, we, we maybe haven't talked about or that other guides have shared with you over the years that the creepy stories from here at the castle? I mean, I've been here so long now that sometimes I tune things out. I don't notice some of right. the stuff anymore just because I guess I'm kind of used to it. One of our tour guides has seen a lady. It's always a white dress. Everybody always says they're, they're in a white dress, but we've seen a lady walk through here with a real high collar dress on, high collar neck dress on. Um, I mean, it's just, it's kind of, I mean, I could talk about my stories here for hours. You guys got that picture of that girl or something Yeah, the, that looked like they were wearing white, too. Oh, the lady upstairs in the theater? Yeah, they're really, really Yeah, <laughs> she's been caught. We have a lot of kid energy here, like kid sounds, noises. Do you guys remember when we were here that night with Andrew and those cups, like, came from I around? Can't, so yes. I can't explain that. I think I sent a picture of you to you guys where that area was. So... The night that the, the group was here investigating, it was you and Chris and who else? Andrew, I think. And Andrew. They were upstairs, and they had been by the doors to the theater several times, and nothing had happened, but they kept, you guys heard noises mm-hmm. coming out of there. And then they walked over there another point, and there were all these cups that were, like, in the doorway. Well, sometimes we would have a bar upstairs, and the, the little bar we use is, like, way over in the corner. So in order for the cups to get where they saw it, they would have had to, like, jump out from behind the bar and roll to the door. And even then, that floor is on an incline. So, to me, they would have rolled down the incline. God, what, what would that have looked like, them getting there? Because I remember we have a picture yeah. of where they were. Yeah. Originally, it's what you were talking yeah. about. And then they had a picture of where they ended up. And yeah. I remember thinking, what kind of journey... <laughs> what would that Did they float? Do you just see coats? Just a little, yeah, like, like, slowly floating see, and placing just before, it down? Something like, had to <laughs> them or something. Just before that happened, just before that happened, <laughs> Melissa and I were, uh, we were down in the fireplace area, and we heard activity in this room. Oh, that's in, right. In this room, and we were getting ready to come in here to see what it was, and that's whenever Chris is like, you know, because he's, he's like discovered the, the cups upstairs. I have tried to debunk that. I have taken the cups from that little table and like tried to like throw them. But they always roll down the end. Are they all they won't. upside? I didn't see them. No, I don't remember. I don't I, remember. We have a picture of it somewhere. I don't think. I feel are. like they were just. Or was it just like messily? Yeah. Okay. You know, some of my uh, my favorite uh, castle creepy moment stories actually involve the stairs. I have two of them. One. Tyler going out and saying, who is, and you can hear this. We've played it on the podcast before. Oh, yeah. this, this was all during the day. This stuff. That. Tyler goes, goes out and you can hear Tyler. Is someone coming down the stairs? And then it sounds like a herd of people yes. coming down those stairs. I had that. Uh, that's one of my favorites. I remember during the ghost tour, I, or, Melissa had just finished her ghost tour. And uh, this is after I dumped like all of my equipment uh, and woken the dead. Uh, coming in the castle and I was getting ready to go up the stairs and I remember looking on the sides of the stairs and I could see an entire army of people, ghost, shadowy looking things going up and going down the stairs to the point where I told Melissa, I said, they're there, they're there. She said, oh no, we've got to have somebody upstairs. She goes upstairs to patrol to make sure that there wasn't somebody still left. Uh, you know, that was, that was a, that was another big one. So there's two of them right there. Chris has a picture of yeah. Something on the stairs. It looked like it looked just like the ones that Chris had, except there were probably 
14 or 15 of them. I mean, it was just unbelievable. I have to, I mean, I know the place is haunted and there's creepy stuff here, but after John and I walked through with recorders at the end of the night, um, after the tours and shut things down, the stuff that we caught (laughs) really gives me the heebie-jeebies now. Like the mom, the weird mom thing in the theater. Yeah, I don't know what that was about. I don't, I don't, I don't like know. That. I don't like that. And I also did not like when uh, we could hear people walking around down here. Oh, yeah. We're on the up, up we part up, of it. We were upstairs. I see. And that's a thing where I didn't notice it. Because when I'm here by myself, I talk to myself. So yeah. I don't hear <laughs> the stuff. So I was talking to myself about what light should I turn on? What light should I turn off? And he's like, shh, listen. And I'm like, what? And then I heard it and it was like, yeah. well, shit. We heard that, uh, we heard that going on and it was, uh, it was super creepy. I mean, yeah, that the, was the footsteps here. And you're creepy. upstairs. You have to come back down yeah. here to get out. And it's one thing, it's one thing to, uh, for me to tell you about a paranormal experience and it's a whole nother ball game when it happens to you, when you're there and you hear those footsteps and you know, nobody's in the room. It is creepy. Mm-hmm. It's it like is we, super creepy. It's exciting. And we play it back. It doesn't capture really. No, it really doesn't. It, it doesn't capture the feeling. Knowing that, that there's nobody there and there's right. steps there. I yeah. Need, I need to find a weekend so we can come back and investigate mm-hmm. the castle again. Yeah, that was I mean, assuming cool. you guys want to do it again. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it's not going to be so cold. Yeah, it won't be so cold. Because last time it was June. <laughs> oh, it was so cold. <laughs> it was January last time. And I had worked a 16-hour shift before I did that. I felt yeah. so yeah. tired. Yeah. I need well, to. Well, you know, when we do the uh, castle this next time around, I think that we, we've learned some things. You know, why we always thought that the dungeon area, that that down there was going to be the hot point. Now, I will say that the area with Mr. Boots was pretty... Because I actually saw the guy. So I would always oh, the thing rocking back and forth down. There. I would always put something in the tunnel. I would always put something in the theater, and then not the dungeon room itself, but the big room you yes. pass through to the get to the room? dungeon. Was it no, the no, the, uh, the, the the main area out there where there's there's a big rock man now there, not the gargoyle, but the other big rock guy. I would put something in that room. Is it the room with the chandelier that was moving back and no, forth? No, that's down by the okay. I will never forget the first time that I went down there. We're walking around with Melissa and um, I look up and, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm just kind of halfway paying attention. And I did not know that they had a light play thing set on the gargoyle looking dude down there. And so all of a sudden that light play is going on. I look up and I see the gargoyle moving. And I remember saying to you, can go back on the audio whenever I said, Chris, Chris, and and he looked over. He's like, go, you know, you can hear you can hear us responding to that thing, and it was just it's it's light play. I mean, it's it's something the castle has intentionally created. It looks cool. The the last two weeks, I have had at least one person that has just freaked out. Yeah. When they when they notice it move, there was one lady. She was grabbing everybody in the tour, and she was very excited, (laughs) and we were all just laughing at her because it was just. She was a little ridiculous about it, but it was fun. Have you ever had anybody completely freak out on a tour? Yeah. Two weekends ago, I had, we had 66 people on a tour. Jesus. Oh my goodness. That wow. Is so insane. 66 people in February. That's like summer numbers. <laughs> Not February. But anyway, this is going back to people who say they're sensitive. I can't say whether or not they were, but we had just started the tour and we went upstairs to the little boys room. And they looked at me and they said, we have to leave. And I was like, is there something wrong? And they said, well, she's just real sensitive and she can't handle it. And she was crying. 
and they left. So that was one. I've had a lady in the tunnel pass out. Oh. But I think that's probably because it was a claustrophobic type area. You know what? I, I could see that. I was close. I, I could actually see that yeah. because the, the further we got into that tunnel, I was okay with it. It gets narrow but towards the end. if oh. you are claustrophobic at all, that tunnel will, will I psychologically do you in. It wrecked me. And, and I, I tell people that every, before we go in the tunnel, I always tell people if you're claustrophobic, if you don't like tight and closed spaces, don't go. But this lady went and she passed out. And we had to help her get back. Yeah, I can see that. So that wasn't necessarily paranormal. That was just the environment. But I mean, yeah, I've had people, as soon as we get to the bottom of the steps um, in the old kitchen area, Uh I've had people ask to leave because they feel uncomfortable and they're freaked out. Have you had anybody that thought they saw a ghost and go running from the building? Not on my tour. All right. Well, I just didn't, I didn't know if you thought that had happened or not. I think the next time that we investigate the castle, I think we'll be so much uh, more ready for it. I just know the layout a little better now, you know? Right. Yeah, no, I, I think we'll be, I think we'll definitely be good. You know, I mean, we can, what I, what I would probably do is probably have Ty and, and Bobby uh, set up in the, the, uh, the tunnel area. Yeah, right. And, and we would do that and then probably just go down and, and talk to Melissa and see if we can't just totally take out all of the power downstairs altogether. Yeah. I think that would I be. that's where you need to stay. That would be a great thing. <laughs> Either that or, or send them up to, uh, send them up to, to Creepy's room. You, you know can, what? You all can go up to the tower. I, I would won't. rather be in tower than dungeon. I won't go but to the But you know tower. what, though? Uh, I think that we underestimated uh, Captain Creepy's room up there. I think we the did. The tower? The tippy-tippy yes, top Yes, because room? Ty right. was up there. Yeah. Ty went up there to, uh, to Creep's room. And remember that whenever, because he was talking, he said, hey, if anybody's in here, not, and he couldn't get it to do it again. Oh, that's right. It knocked on the door to, the, to it, the roof. Yeah. But there's something knocked on that door when Ty was up there. Yeah, so, no, you know what? That may, that may also be a good Bobby and Ty location. I won't go up there. You know, I think that would be an excellent one. But I do think we need to spend more time in the green rooms behind the stage. Because I don't think anybody really spent time I don't think we spent uh-huh. a lot of time there at all. And do you see a lot? Have you had a lot of activity there? Um, the room at the top of the steps in the back, we've heard a little girl crying mm. in that back room. We've heard um, a lady singing. Not necessarily in that room, just in that whole back. I, I think area. we underestimated the theater area severely last time we were here. I, I don't know why. I, I, actually, I, I do know why. Because if you come in and you just look at this place, you're going to say, okay, the tunnel is definitely a creepy zone. And it is. And you're going to then try to, to think that the, uh, the dungeon area is also a really creepy area to go to. It's That's been, just what you would it's think. It's been lacking lately. I think the dungeon's the, lacking. The thing was the chandelier, like, shaking right off the bat. And yeah. And you saw something right off the bat. It was hard not to want to go down there. Well, yeah. And I had, uh, when we went down there, that was the only time I'd ever actually seen anything. And then it's unusual to ever see anything. And it's really unusual for me to have time to say, Chris, look at that. And then Chris to see it, too. That's almost unheard of, but we'll definitely uh, come back and check that out. Dustin, when, uh, when we come back, what do you think? What, do you, what would you do different? I don't know. We just have more people now, so it's, yeah. that's good because it's a big, obviously, it's a giant, giant, giant area to cover, you know? So if we have more people, we can cover everything. So I think so, and I, I really do, you know? We need to put the grid light somewhere in here. Yeah, I, you know, I was thinking about that, where a good spot would be. I mean, we could always do the tunnel. But the that's staircases? Kinda, the staircases, Preferably facing yeah. away from the military base next door. 
Uh, oh yeah, we don't need. No one be shining. Well, I don't want yeah. to get shot at. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't be a uh, that wouldn't be a good idea at all. But I think there's all kinds of places uh, that we could go in here. I mean, you all can go upstairs to the tower. All I, you I want. really think that we really ignored the theater, and I think that we need to put greater emphasis in the theater. We did. I and, think that uh, that was a mistake. I think we should have done that. You know that the theater to me, and I hate to say this because I don't want to jinx it. It's really been a hot spot recently. Ever since she started ripping up the carpet up here and that weird mummy guy starts showing up upstairs. Right. It's, there's a lot of stuff. Now, what's, what, what will happen then is we'll put a lot of emphasis in the theater. And then it, no, nothing will happen in the theater. Yeah. And then we'll have to have it in a, in a different area. So, you know, if, uh, if you're listening right now and you've got some uh, requested areas for, for Bobby and Ty to go here, <laughs> you can always ask for them to go to those places and check it out. Uh, Chris has been working a lot on the website. Uh, MWGhostHunters.com. Uh, you can get everything. Okay. If you're in need of investigation, if you want to, uh, he's got, he's done a great job with the, the shirts are there. You can get all of that. If you're wanting to uh, take a tour here at Pythian Castle, it's PythianCastle.com. Yep. You can check that out there, too. You can come see me. Melissa would love to, uh, love to you give want. you a tour here at the castle. I mean, I do give a, a pretty good tour. I do say so myself. Well, come see Melissa on a Tuesday night here at the, uh, at the castle. And we'll be back again next week with more Dark Matter with Midwest Ghost Hunters. <laughs>